Hi, welcome to Romance Happy Hour. I'm Dylan Crush. And I'm Don Ludicky. We're bringing you your favorite romance authors. You'll get to hear them read from their books and answer your questions. Now let's get on with the show. And we're live. Don here with Romance Happy Hour. And I'm with Dylan. Dylan, how are you? I'm swell, Don. How was your holiday? How about that? Um, it was good. It was quiet. It was, you know, I mean, the five of us, we've all been together in this house, um, all of us since March. So my husband has been working from home. My kids are all doing school from home. So it was kind of like every other day that we've had. <laughs> um, but it, I mean, it was fun. It was nice. nice. We, we did like we just had snacks like Christmas Eve. We just had appetizers. I mean, it was very low key. Um, we lost a wise man in our, one of our nativity sets to jinx the dog. Um, if anyone has an extra little people nativity set and you have the blue wise men that, you know, is like a random toy that's just laying around your house. Let me know. And so, I see that you lost a, a Christmas tree to a beaver in Newfoundland as well. You know, I don't know. I saw you posted that and tagged me and I just saw that so long ago. I know you posted it in December and, um, and I don't know how I missed that. You know what though? Facebook don't show you your notifications in yeah. order. I don't know. Have you guys noticed that too? Senia and Daniela. Um, it's like you get all your notifications, but you know, the one that was most recent might be like 10 down. So yeah, it's confusing. I think you got buried, Dawn. Sorry, but you found buried. it. I know. <laughs> Your beaver post got buried. I do. So yeah, it was cute. I was. I saw that and I immediately thought of you and your nuisance beavers. I so. know. I know. I can't <laughs> like, let it was not mention of my nuisance beavers. <laughs> so. All right. Well, what are you working on? Um, I am working on. I well, I had two releases this week, so I, I have survived a double release. That was and that was not supposed to happen that way. I had one. Got pushed up and one got pushed back, and they ended up on the same day. Um, I don't recommend that. It, it was it was fun and exciting, but um, it was really busy. So that was Tuesday. Her kind of cowboy came out, and um, also my I have a short story, um, country songs and writing wrongs that's in the steamy anthology, and um, I had it here a second ago. Oh, you know what? My computer. I I lift my computer up. Um, because otherwise it's too low and you're looking at my nose when I'm on here. And so this anthology is like this thick and it's the perfect height to lift my computer up. So, <laughs> so my computer is currently being held up by um, about 20 hot guys in the pages <laughs> of the anthology. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, so how about you? I have um, a release coming out on the 19th. It's the Askew Ever After box set. Um, so I'm pretty excited about that. I'm going to be online a, a lot next week. I uh, So like the 18th, we're going to be at Romance Chicks in the morning um, for a takeover. The 19th at the Dirty Bed Boom Boom Room. I love that. Kate, or <laughs> Kat Obi, she always invites me over there to do takeovers with her. So she was so sweet. Um, and then um, next week, we will be here for a special episode of Romance Happier with the mm -hmm. You Ever After authors. Yeah. And I'm going to let just you who are here watching know that it's going to be our very first male romance authors coming to the show next week. Two of them. There's two of them, yeah. So, yes. You've already got them up I, on the website. So. I did, yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty that's pretty epic for Romance Happy Hour because we're all Mm -hmm. girls in pink so i was like doing the graphics and i'm like do they want to be framed in pink or <laughs> what's wrong with pink oh nothing i love pink but all right so yeah that'll be fun i'll try to be here yeah and then um i just had a pre-order release um an another box that i'm in it's it's going to be a christmas of 2021 release um but it's I'm pretty excited about it. So it's it's fun. I'm going to be putting book three in the Lone Tree Ranch Lone Tree Ranch romance into that one. Say that ten uh, times fast. I know. <laughs> so high, high heels and cowboy boots is out, 
And then book two, Blue, um, Blue Jeans and Bubble Bass is in the Askew Ever After. And then it's also going to be up for pre-order soon um, in a standalone. And then book three, three or four, I haven't decided. I might release another one later on this year. But. And that's what's been going on. Hey, super busy, but yes. And we have with us author Cena writes. Hey. And can I just say she writes steamy, like steamy. Yes, she does. Yes. So all of you who love steamy, go check out her books right now because they are amazing. And Daniela Romero. Am I saying that right, Daniela? Yeah, that's a, that's probably the closest. <laughs> <laughs> like I say it, Daniela, but oh. if, if you're not Hispanic, it's hard to. Yeah, I'm going to say I'm really bad at that tongue roll, but I cannot. I'm really So Danielle bad. works. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies, and what are you working on? Oh, what, um, so I have a brand new pen name. As you were saying, Steamy Romance. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to have two types of book now, like the super steamy, and I'm trying to bring an audience that's more about the story and who is a little shyer about what happens in the bedroom. Uh, so the Sena Rights pen name is gonna do more of stuff that my 20 year old stepdaughter can read. And uh, my new pen name that's Imani J, she keeps up with the fire and the steam and Nice. Everything's sexy, yeah. And uh, I'm writing. Uh, um, he's a he's a jock, I can say. Yeah, this uh, slightly older woman, younger man. Sorry, and um, she works in the administration department at their college. And this guy, he's the superstar basketball player, and uh, he gets interested in her. So that's what I'm working on. Nice. And what about you, Dan Daniela? I'm so sorry. Now I want to roll. You can it. also just go with Danielle if you want. Like I respond to that too. Um, so same. I have two pen names as well. So Daniela Romero is my super steamy contemporary bully romance name. Um, and then I also write urban fantasy and paranormal romance as Danielle Lynette. And that was kind of like my first. Um, so the Daniela Romero is my newer staff and I am just working on Savage Devil, which is book two in that series. Um, it comes out next month. So that deadline is creeping in February 3rd. <laughs> um, we're halfway through January already. It's crazy. I know. It's so it's quick. So quick. Yeah. All right. So, um, so Sina. Tell us about your accent. Where are you from? Ah, I have an accent. <laughs> <laughs> so I was born and raised in West Africa, in French West Africa. So my accent is just this weird mixture. Um, I went to college in France where I lived almost 15 years. And then I moved to the U.S., have been here like 11 years. So my sister, this is her joke. She thinks she's funny. She says, I sound like a German person speaking English. I don't think so. So it's a mix of African, French, and it's just, it's, yeah, I, I like it. I think it's cool. Oh, I think it's beautiful. Oh, thank you. Sweet of you to say. Where did you live in France? I was in Caen, which is in Normandy. That's where I did my undergrad. And then I moved to Paris, like almost um, seven years in both cities. Wow. So I had the quiet um, nature type and then the busy city experience too. It's way cool. So you have pictures right now. I'm going to tell you, our, our viewers love accents on here. So I, I can't wait to hear you read your book. They love it when authors, especially authors with accents, read their books. It's, it's, so it's not excited. a sexy Italian or Spanish oh, accent, no. but I'll do what I can. It's a, okay, what did she call it? She took a German trying to speak English? Yes, yeah, she said. Well, it's a sexy German. German trying to speak English. <laughs> <laughs> Tell her, I said it's a sexy accent. <laughs> So Teresa is asking, um, can you guys repeat your pen names and then maybe come back and um, put them in the comments as well. Yeah. 
just okay, so they yes, yes. Make sure that should they I can type it now in the comment or later? Yeah, um, yeah, you can. Yeah, if you'd like to, yeah, feel free. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, make sure you come back and add those later so they can follow you in both places. Okay. I have no clue how to type. And so Karen also already gave us most of her questions, but I'm just going to answer one of her questions for myself. And I think we all know for me, it's RV. Oh, RV. I haven't even made it that far. <laughs> what was the question? Without telling everyone what the question is. <laughs> RV for sure. Yeah, RV or tent camping? RV. RV camping. Running water for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's I like will a do toilet. Both. It's not a tree. Yeah. Well, right. I mean, outhouses. What about an outhouse? You know, we have an outhouse at the cabin, and it's never been used. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it was used many, many times before we bought the cabin, but no, no one in my family has ever used the outhouse. Although my son does enjoy um, peeing in the woods. Yeah. So. <laughs> and, and, uh, <laughs> In Whitewater Passion, my heroine got dunked into an outhouse. In mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I love yeah, that. I'm going to save Karen's questions for a little later when we take our in between. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. Karen, Karen has pretty much, Karen challenges herself, I think, to come up with yeah. more questions each time than she did the time before. She's our questionnaire. So, I know, which we love. Yeah, we do. Now, are you yeah. ready to read for us? Because I, I am ready. We're super excited. So I'm excited. <laughs> You're up, girl. Okay. So this is my upcoming story, and uh, I'm planning to release it this month. I'm hoping by January 31st it will come out. The book is titled Owned by the Jock. And uh, let's go with the blurb first. Amy, Tiago Silva our local star basketball player and the object of my naughtiest fantasies. He's freaking gorgeous, tall, broad, ripped, cocky as all hell, and a student at the college I work for. Nothing can ever happen between us, period. But when his intense dark eyes travel along my curves, I have trouble remembering all the reasons I can't be with a man a couple of years my junior. Tiago. I got my eye on voluptuous, brown-skinned Amy Kane from the day she was introduced to my cohort as our career counselor. Her no-nonsense buns and severe-looking glasses only make me want to pull up her tight skirt and pop up the buttons of her blouse. She keeps saying no to my advances, but the hitch in her throaty voice whenever I'm near and the flame in her big brown eyes tell me otherwise. Once burned by a man she trusted, Amy closely guards her heart and body, especially against the college star athlete coveted by legions of groupies. Tiago might be a few years younger, but he's an ambitious young man who knows what he wants and gives his all to get it on the court, in class, and in matters of the heart. So how long can a girl resist the advances of the hot college jock intent on making her his? Read along to find out. This is a full story with a cautious, big, beautiful woman, a Latino jock who's all kinds of naughty, no cheating, no cliffhanger, and a guaranteed happily ever after. Warning, if you don't like scorching hot, sexy times and a hero ready to play dirty to get his gal, this is not the book for you. Okay, so let's get started. Amy, yes, I know, he'll be here in 15 minutes. I frantically click on the snooze option of my email's meeting reminder. He is Santiago Daniel Silva, senior in my hometown, small UC, which also happens to be my place of employment, in the software engineering program, star of the basketball team, and the object of my most carnal desires. Tall as a sequoia and ripped as F, with soulful eyes, a pillowy mouth, and the bronze skin of his Aztec ancestors. I didn't notice Tiago the first time we were introduced. I was newly appointed as the career advisor to our university. My entire first day of work had been spent going from one department to the other. The IT students were the last ones I visited, and everyone melted into the blur of too many faces at mid that day. But the second time I saw Tiago, I noticed him all right. 
He was leading our team to victory in a regional game, covered in sweat, bouncing on his feet with an agility his tall, powerful frame shouldn't have allowed. Intense gaze, constantly on the ball and the other players' moves. He was a titan on the court, both mighty and agile. I watched him trend as he made one basket, one pass, one rebound, one swipe after another. His strong muscles glistening under the projector lights, all six feet seven of brawniness exposed for my eyes to feast on. The defined biceps, corded forearms, wide chest, muscular back, and mighty legs, the tattoos ornating his brown skin. His short cropped hair looked fuzzy and soft from afar, making my hands itch to run through it. The dimples piercing his cheeks with each smile or laugh. I sat on the bleachers with a group of my colleagues, but it was as if everyone and everything had faded away. Everyone but the gorgeous giant playing ball like a beautiful symphony. I left the stadium dazed and aroused, walked into my apartment with stiff nipples and damp panties, barely locked the door behind myself that I fell on the couch, pulling my bra down, dot, dot, dot. So things happen that you're going to have to read the book to find out. We're going to skip a little bit further. Every time I see him, my body reacts as if Tiago is the one giving me those solitary orgasms. I've even stopped going to his games, but that's no use. His presence is burnt behind my eyelids. Images of his big hands I envision all over my body. Fantasies about the deep voice I've only heard on the campus radio and TV station. Whisper naughty things in my ear. Too many nights I wake up hot and bothered from dreams where I can smell and taste Tiago. This obsession worries me. I'm a 25-year-old woman. I should be focused on my career, not some big-shot college baller who's years younger than me. Okay, it's just two years. But still, I will not lust after one of the students. Darn it. That's the end of the first chapter. So, second chapter, Amy. God, he wears glasses. Thick, black, rimmed glasses that combined with his couple of days old scruff sent him in a completely different stratosphere of hotness. The faded jeans and faded sweater combination does nothing to help his case. His thighs muscles roll under the fabric as he makes his way through my office door and the wooden fabric loosely, the woolen fabric loosely molded to his chest is at once a miracle and torture to my eyes. Um, <laughs> I clear my throat to invite Tiago to take a seat. His long legs barely fit in the space between my desk and the visitor chair, a space that's perf that perfectly suits normal-sized people, but not this giant. Makes me wonder what other part of his body might be oversized. Bad Emmy, no. You requested an appointment, Mr. Silva? I prompt. Call me Tiago, please. He responds with a big, bright smile that reveals strong white teeth forming a beautiful contrast with his tan skin. And the dimples appear. Oh, Lord. Did I just come? I think I came. What can I do for you, Tiago? Fake it till you make it. This appointment is supposed to last a half hour at the most. I can and I will survive the hotness. Whoa. He scratches his strong, square, scruff jaw, giving me a lopsided grin. Hot eyes traveling over my torso. Ugh, kill me now. I'm here to answer any question you might have and to assist in any way I can, I say, hoping he'll come out with it already. Well, you see, my question is a bit unusual. What? Would you like to go out with me? What? Um, I don't... Um, what? Go out on a date, you and I. <gasps> He's still muddling my mind with his panty-melting grin. Dark eyes twinkling with mischief. Leaning forward, elbows resting on his thighs, hands crossed under his chin, his latest championship ring glinting on his finger, intense gaze never leaving mine. Is this really happening or am I in one of my Tiago dreams? I don't think I slightly shake my head, unable to form a coherent sentence. Hear me out. You're not my teacher. I have recruiters blowing my phone and email, so you don't even have to worry about me work-wise. 
I know my eyes are as wide as saucers and my jaw hangs slack. He did not. Just one date. I promise you'll have fun. And if you don't, I'll never bother you again. I take a deep breath, square my shoulders and ask, is this some kind of joke? Do you, did you make a bet with the other jocks? He flinches at my demeaning tone. The floaty smile fades away and a cold mask takes over his expression, a muscle jumping in his jaw. It's a simple yes or no answer, Miss Kane. No need to get nasty. I gasp, <gasps> jump from behind my desk and stomp to the door, opening it wide for him. You can leave now, Mr. Silva. Tiago rises from the chair with such force that it rattles on its legs. In one wide stride, he's right in front of me, his impossibly tall frame shadowing me, broad shoulders blocking the sunlit window behind him. He stands so close, I can see the freckles spread across his prominent cheekbones, the scar in his eyebrow, face furrowed, mouth a thin line, nostrils flaring, eyes burning a hole into my skull. Heated waves emanating from his body, clean soap and pure male scent filling my nostrils. We notice you on your first day when they introduce you to our cohort. I think you're effing beautiful. I gasp with shock this time. And Tiago takes advantage of my surprise to lay one of his strong hands at the side of my waist, sending an electric current through my body. He slowly removes his glasses, sticks them in his pocket, and leans closer, bringing our faces mere inches apart. I haven't really seen you since then maybe from afar at some of our games, never got a chance to approach you. Tiago licks his lower lip, the gesture capturing my attention. The poke of his pink tongue over the plump flesh, captivating. There is no joke, no bed, just a woman I can't get out of my head. He bends down and presses his firm lips on mine in a chaste kiss, absolutely making my brain explode. I lift my hands and take handfuls of his sweater for support before my knees give out. Go out with me, he croons against my mouth, old fresh breath and soft lips, and I let out a whimper, which makes his cocky grin reappear, hitching one side of his face. Please, this time the kiss is all-consuming. Tiago's hot mouth opens up and his lips attach to mine. I'm flooded with heady sensations, my conscience having completely vacated the premises. When my lips start moving in sync with his, he maneuvers me to close back the door. His powerful body presses my soft curls against the wooden panel, hard muscles against feminine forms. He pushes a strong leg between my quivering thighs, resting it firmly against dot, dot, dot. And we're gonna skip forward a little bit till we hear a knock on my office door. Dun, dun, dun. Next chapter, Amy. Tiago detaches his mouth from mine and connects our foreheads. Our breathing heavy, his legs still trapped between mine. Dot, dot, dot. Who is it? I croak. Amy, it's me. You want to grab lunch? My colleague and next door office neighbor, Sandra, asks loudly from behind the door. The few inches of wood separating us, the realization of what her reaction would be if she saw me in this position at work with a student, it all comes down crashing and I shove Tiago with both palms, gritting between clenched teeth, get off me. He takes a step back, hands raised in mock surrender, his cocky grin making a new appearance. Burning dark gaze taking me in, marking me like his mouth, hands, bulky body and just it. No thanks, honey. I'll take my break later, I say out loud to Sandra. You want me to grab you something? God bless well-intended people. No, thank you. Not hungry yet, I reply with agitation, eyes glued to the tent in Tiago's jeans, telling me there is something I'm hungry for, all right? No, Amy. Okay, see you later then, Sandra throws, her voice sounding further. We listen to her heels click away till there's no sound left but that of our calming breath. Tiago takes a step toward me and I swiftly regain the safety of my position at the back of my desk. No, out, this never happened and will never be discussed or attempted ever again, I deadpan, having regained some semblance of bravado. 
of course, he concedes too easily before adding about that date. Out, I said, I'm almost hysterical in my need to put some distance between myself and the giant sex, sex on a stick. Tiago chuckles and makes his way to the door, rearranging himself in his pants. I'll see you around, princessa, or his ominous departing words. I slump in my chair and bang my head on the desk. I'm effed. Next chapter. Okay, good point to stop. You can keep going. I thought you were stopping. I'm sorry. Do you want to keep no, going? No, no, no. If, if, if the timing is good, we can stop there. All right. Oh, my gosh. That You have so many people down here talking. I mean, I was oh, right. They want so they want you to read an audio book of this. I will absolutely do it. Um, what <laughs> book is it, Senia? Everyone yeah. is asking. I don't know if you gave us the title of the yeah. book. Or do you have owned it? I'm sorry, what it's is it? Owned by, owned by the jock. Owned by the jock. Okay. Yeah. Let me see if I can show you. Can I show you the, the picture? I don't know if you will show. Yes. Yeah, yeah please. Exactly. I love it. Hi. I don't know. Ugh. Yeah, I know it's backwards when you uh, it's, it's all too uh, bad. It's well, no, we can see it, but yeah. Owned <laughs> by the jock. So there were yeah. a couple people asking. Okay. And it's coming out this month, so I will post uh, in the group as soon as I have the date. Great. Oh, so is it available? So you don't have it up for pre-order yet? I don't have it so, okay. up for pre-order yet. So it will oh my gosh. Just, hey, it's out. So you all got a very, very early look at yes. the next book. That's exciting. That's awesome. You said that before you started reading, but I, I don't think um, people really... We're thinking about yeah, that until yeah. you, you kept dot, dot, dotting and everyone wants to go back and yeah. <laughs> we're going to lead. They were getting mad at us for having <laughs> Yeah, it's your fault, Doug. So since we do have some questions, I think we'll go ahead and cover some of those real quick. Otherwise, we have a lot at the end. But um, there was... Let me see. There was one specifically for Senia. Um, oh, where was it? Karen wants to know what book is currently on your bedside table or on your Kindle. Oh, so I'm super excited. Uh, Kaylee Loring, Rowling, Loring, I think. Um, she wrote this um, Christmas, this holiday story that I absolutely loved. What was it called? Uh, the Chris, uh, a very bossy Christmas. That that was okay. my big, big crush. I holiday that. Wasn't it cute? It was adorable. I loved it. And super sexy and uh, just kind of a different take on the trope of the grumpy boss. I, I enjoyed it. And her Valentine's story just came out today. So I had no time to look at it. Of course, you guys know how it is, but uh, I'm excited and looking forward to when I can start. Mm -hmm. And you it. have a workplace romance out. I do, I do, I do. Uh, Mad Dog, that's, yes. uh, that's Mad my dog. grumpy guy. That's my <laughs> grumpy guy, yeah. And, and he's a vet like you, so yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. So how about you, Daniela? For what I'm reading right now? Yeah, do you have books on your nightstand or do you read on your Kindle? What's next on your um, list? So I'm kind of juggling at the moment because I feel like so many things came out recently all yeah. at the same time. <laughs> oh, oh, can, can you guys oh, hear? You just muted. Daniela, I want to unmute you. Can you unmute her? Can't unmute your guest. Their mic isn't connected, it says. Oh, shoot. You have to unmute on the thing. There okay. you go. <laughs> Sorry, we missed that. We missed the whole thing. Oh, it was relating to the to the earpiece. Okay. Yeah, I think I think maybe they died. So hopefully you don't hear children. Um, <laughs> but I'm reading uh, CM's latest Havoc book victory and then Dave and Eve just dropped Shadow Beast her next Shadow Beast book and then Alona Andrews just dropped Blood Air. So it's like all of the things. I have two I'm like jumping around. So, so do you read as fast as you write, I hope. Um I read faster. I read about a book a day. Wow. So Amazing. I wish I could write a book a day like that would be fantastic. <laughs> so um, what genres do you guys read? 
And um, I, I go ahead, sorry. Yeah, I was gonna say I either read paranormal or I read um contemporary romance, but like specifically bully romance or anything with like an enemies to lovers like that's my jam. Okay. Um mostly romance, but uh some nonfiction in the, the some I don't know if I could call it fantasy. There's uh this book that I really enjoyed recently. Uh, it's called Just One D Damn Thing After Another, and it's about um, time traveling, and it, it's just very fun and quirky and crazy. So, but mostly romance, yeah, and in all subgenres. And then we have a question for Daniela. What advice, Karen wants to know, what advice would you give a new writer, someone just starting out? That I feel like, oh, that's a hard question because there are so many things. Um, treat it like a business. That is probably like the best advice I could give anybody. Uh, that if you want it to be a career, you have to treat it like a business because if you treat it like a hobby, it will always be a hobby. Yeah, that's true. That's a great advice. Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Stephen? Anything to add to that? Um, I think it goes in the same direction. The, the one thing that to me is, is kind of hard for me and I really I'm trying to stick to is every day make sure to do something that's related to my writing, whether it's actually writing or marketing or but not skip a day where I'm going to say, oh, I did so good yesterday. Let me rest today. That makes no sense. There's no yeah. such thing. Do we want to do a couple more questions, Dawn? I was kind of saving. I figured we'll do like um, just a quick fire this or that that Karen put up there. We can do that after Daniela reads because I want to make sure that, that we have time. Okay. So. Let's do a couple. Um, did Cena read or listen to this story? Uh, Karen wanted to know. Did she what? Read or listen to a very bossy Christian. I, I did both. Oh. Because I first read it and then I put it on my pre-order audiobook and as soon as it came and it is read so good, the I, I felt like I was seeing the movie. No, no, I, I just fell in love with the story. Just I laughed so much. It was swoony, it was sweet, it was sexy, it was perfect. Well, she said that um the narrator that narrated your book is mm -hmm. um gonna be in their Zoom chat guest at the end of February. So what's there. her what's her group? Booktastic. Booktastic. Yep. Booktastic. Booktastic. I'm gonna go to Booktastic right after this. Oh my god, yes, very exciting. Oh, and then I did I'm sorry, I found a question from Linda that was towards the beginning too. Um for both of you, Linda would like to know what comes first for you, the plot or the characters. Neither. <laughs> uh oh. Now you have to tell us. Yeah, then, yeah you have to tell us. What does come first? Uh, usually just like a, an individual scene or a moment or something that I, I like want to happen. I used to try to plot, um, mm -hmm. and then my characters would kind of like unfold as I went and that didn't work for me. And it took me like six months to write a book. And mm -hmm. then once I kind of like let my brain do what it wanted, which is basically like sporadically write chapters and scenes and then compile them all together like a puzzle, I could write much, much faster. So like the book that I'll read a little bit for you guys, I wrote and edited in 45 days, um, which is like a record for me um, because I, I let my brain do whatever it wants to do. And then during edits, I'll decide like, since I write bully romance, I'm like, ah, oh, he needs to be more of an asshole. So like, I'll go back. <laughs> but yeah. So that's crazy. Like I've heard of that. My mom once called me, and anybody that's been here has met my mom a couple times, but um, my mom once told me, like, listen, I heard this interview from this author, and she just writes scenes and she puts them together. You need to do that. And <laughs> like, no, mom, I can't do that. If you're, an author, if you're an author, you've heard of Becca Syme, and if you're not an author, you probably haven't heard of Becca Syme, but, like, she basically gave me permission and was, like, stop plotting and you need to do this because, like, my mind instinctively knows what my story is supposed to be like, even if, like, my conscious doesn't, my subconscious does. So mm -hmm. when I do that, it just, like, magically, I'm like, oh, it, like, it all fits. This is great. <laughs> and I'm not yeah. fucking with it anymore. So with that, are you guys indie or trad or hybrid? I'm completely um, indie. Yeah, same. Okay. 
to Indy. Mm -hmm. Tried the small publishing company, didn't work out. Mm -hmm. I'm too much of a control freak. <laughs> so, Stina, what comes first for you, plot or character or something completely different? Not the plot. Maybe a glimpse of the characters, maybe just having a, a vague vision of, you know, two people's story. But yeah, and, and I can't say it's a specific scene either. It's it's just a, an idea that starts haunting me and uh, that starts taking form and shape and till it can't fit in my head anymore. It has to come out. I mean, I got to say, after hearing you read that, I feel like the the hero is what pops in your brain because... I could totally like very see descriptions. <laughs> You're making me feel very inadequate. Um, and I'm gonna have to go back and really more descriptions in my writing. Stop. I've read your book several times. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. Well, thank you. So should we hear from Daniela? Yes. Yes. Yeah. All right. Do you want do you need to set the scene up or anything? Are you starting at chapter one or so I'm actually going to read you guys chapter 16. Okay. Um, it's from the hero's point of view. So then show us the book. I see you have the book. So show us the book. Oh, one um, that I am giving away and just to kind of like, it's very pretty inside. Awesome. Danielle formats her own books um is amazing at it i i have massive formatting envy because you're when you like the inside of your books and everything i know they're gorgeous how do you do that we're gonna have to talk magic she's magic Group chat too much time that i could be spent writing but you know <laughs> i told you i'm a control freak <laughs> it needs to be perfect that's awesome yeah. um, all right I'm going to so, put you up there. Okay. And then just so you guys kind of have an idea of what we're going to get into, I will uh, read the back blurb too. Um, so Roman Valdez is the devil. He sneers at me. He hates me. He wants to hurt me. Let him try. He thinks he's untouchable. The self-appointed devil of Sun Valley High. But I've already lost everything and everyone I care about. It's me he should be afraid of. Not the other way around because I have nothing left to lose and he can't break what's already broken. At least that's what I thought. But when the devil begins picking up the pieces, I realize while he might not break me, he can absolutely shatter me heart and soul and I just might let him. So we'll read chapter 16. And I'm gonna take those off. She doesn't look at me the rest of the weekend. I should have expected this, calculated the risk. I know she's not some meek little wallflower, no matter that she sometimes pretends to be. She's punishing me for leaving her hanging. It's effing working. What was supposed to be punishment for her, a reminder of who the F she was, who the F was in charge here, ended up backfiring on me. And now I'm watching her like some lovesick dog without his bone. I keep forgetting she isn't like the rest of the girls here at Sun Valley High. She doesn't give two shits who I am, and she's making that abundantly clear. She sticks close to Henderson all day Saturday, leaving me little room to swoop in and take her. Not unless I want to make a big show of it, and yeah, that's not happening. So I'm left to stew as she laughs with a mother effer, drinks, him, drinks with him, lets him touch her. It's not romantic. At least I don't think it is for her. But every time that a-hole throws an arm around her shoulders, I want to pummel his face in. Allie Ramirez is mine. Mine to F, mine to hurt, mine to soothe, should I decide to. I'm itching to touch her, and it's doing things to my head I don't like. Ro, what's your deal, man? Dom asks as they brood on the cabin porch, sipping on a glass of water, nursing back a bit of a hangover from the night before. I don't drink often. None of us do. Football is too important, but the few beers in the game of beer pong are leaving their mark today. I figured you'd F the girl out of your system and walk away. What gives? I grunt. Maybe I just want a few more Fs before I move along. Before I finish the sentence, he's already shaking his head. Nah, I've seen you with girls. This one's different. I get the whole mind games shit you like to pull with chicks, but even that's different with her. 
you cooked last night and don't try and bullshit me into believing that was for me or Emilio. You did that for her. Why? Emilio interrupts, stepping outside like still rocking that stupid bright ass bikini over his sweatpants. I like Allie. Can we keep her? Dom and I both jerk our heads toward him. What? I ask in surprise, color my or surprise coloring my voice. I said, can we keep her? She's not a puppy, Dom chides, but his brows furrow like he's wondering the same thing. Why? I ask again. Emilio rolls his eyes. Hello? I just said because I like her. Are you even paying attention? What is up with you today, man? I turn to Dom, but all he does is shrug and raise a brow, as if to say, don't ask me. Some help he is. I don't get the side of Emilio. Sure, the guy's nice to pretty much everyone, but only at face value. He doesn't actually like people. I don't even think he cares for Dom or I, for all that matter. For all, bleh. <laughs> Sorry. I don't even think he cares for Dom or I all that much, and we're his best effing friends. What happened to you two effers saying I need to focus on the field? I changed my mind. I want to keep her. If you're not into her anymore now that you've had your fun, just say the word. I don't mind sloppy seconds. Based on the sounds I heard coming from your room last night, that girl is well worth the trouble. I stand to take a menacing step toward my best friend, ready to nail the asshole in the face with my fist when Dom steps between us. What are you planning here? To wipe that smug look off his face? I point my water bottle right at Emilio and the effer smiles at me. Dom shakes his head. Not with numb nuts over there. What are you planning with Allie? My jaw tightens and I glare at him. I don't have any plans, I bite out. Why the F are you two down my throat about her all of a sudden? She's not like other girls, he says. I'm aware. If she was, she'd be over here kissing my boots instead of playing around with Henderson all goddamn day. What do you want from me? Emilio shoves himself between the two of us and flicks his gaze back and forth. He wants you to lay out your intentions, Rome. We both do. And for once, the dude has a serious expression on his face. I glower. Why the hell are you two so goddamn interested in who I F all of a sudden? Dom grunts. Because Amelia's right. We like her. Neither of us wants you to F things up for us. My mouth drops. For us? Amelia nods and smacks me in the chest lightheartedly. Yeah, F her. For us. Like I said, we like her. She fits in with our crew. She doesn't see dollar signs when she looks at any of us like every other chick in this town. We could use the feminine touch up in here. Too much testosterone with you two jackasses all the time, if you ask me. And your dick is going to F this up. Um, and your dick is going to F that up. So this is us telling you not to do that. ¿Lo entiendes? Do you understand? Was he effing with me right now? Say whatever you need to say to her. You effed something up this morning or she wouldn't be hanging with that asswipe and you wouldn't be over here brooding. My jaw clenches. This isn't how things roll with us. There's a bite in my tone I usually reserve for everyone but the two people beside me. Dominic and Emilio are like my brothers. They're family. But I don't take orders from anyone and I don't have to explain myself to them. Emilio meets my stare and his eyes narrow, sparking with something I'm not used to seeing in his gaze. She's the relationship type. I work my jaw harder. And this matters to you because you're not. Never tried to claim I was, I remind him, and then I add in for good measure. She laid her cards out first. She wants fun, no strings. Don't jump down my throat for giving the girl exactly what she asked for. Both their expressions consider me for a moment, searching for any deception. Then Dom asks, she really said that? He doesn't sound convinced. Yeah, Effer, she did, so calm down. Fine. Let's assume we buy that. What'd you do to piss her off? My shoulders sag and I grit my teeth. Come on, Effer, spill. Amelia says, all but bouncing beside me. The guy is wired this morning. I need to remember to hide the coffee from him. I effed her. And I half out of breath. And I withheld her orgasm when she refused to beg for it. Dominic whistles and Amelia whoops then says, I always knew you were a shady asshole with control issues, but damn, man, that's cold. And let me guess, you still got yours? I nod. Emilio cackles, covering his mouth as he folds over at the waist before he straightens. There are tears of laughter shining in his eyes. Damn, if you want inside that mm, anytime soon, expect to do some graveling. Not effing happening. So that's it. That was the chapter. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs>
Spicy. We got some spicy girls on tonight. We, we did have a lot of spice today. Yeah. It was perfect. Oh my goodness. So that's Wicked Devil. Yeah, sounds like he's earned his name. <laughs> Linda would like to see that cover one more time. If you could just hold it up there and just start, yes, for a moment. Uh -huh. Very nice. Yeah, he definitely looks like a wicked devil. <laughs> Show of hands, who um, buys your book based off the book cover? Oh, you want you first? Book cover first? No? I no, but you know what? It might be easier if I did. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just saying, I make my own. Really? It might be easier if I did do the cover first because then when I am looking for the cover, I normally do the cover after. And if I just did a cover for something and, you know, it's like I know what the hero is supposed to look like in my head. And so then I have a harder time finding the, the I like having the cover very early in the process. Mm -hmm. It would be easier because then I could write to that description and then instead of trying to find a photo that that's true. When I was when I was just strictly a reader though, I would go spend hours at Barnes and Noble, but um just browsing and I think it, it would be like it had to be a hot guy. And yeah. and um I think Cena knows this already. I don't like long hair or hands. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like long hair. going to wonder about the history. <laughs> well, you're married to a military man. So that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, like, he couldn't have, unless he was a pirate, okay? <laughs> Pirates can get a look. You know? <laughs> like, bikers, bikers, can they? <laughs> did, did you date many pirates when you were fighting <laughs> on? <laughs> no, I did not date many pirates. I'm wondering, oh. yeah, I read about a lot of pirates, though. Mm -hmm. Oh, funny. So we do have a couple other questions. Let's see. Oh, a lot of talk about um, Becca's class. Um, Sarah wants to know what is your daily writing routine. So Daniela, why don't you take that one first? I know you've got um, a lot of munchkins though. So do you have an actual <laughs> daily writing routine? <laughs> I have a, a daily writing objective. Uh, I do. I am thankful enough that I have a nanny right now. I did not have one for most of like this COVID time, um, but I have her now. So she usually comes four days a week from nine to like three. Um, and that's generally work time. I wouldn't say that's writing time, but I like, if I can get writing in, I do. Um, I am a night owl for whatever reason. I feel like my words come at night. So if I'm working during the day, I'm typically taking, uh, taking care of administrative things or, um, like the book crate things that I do. And then usually right around eight o'clock at night when my kids go to bed, I write. And lately I've been staying up until like three and four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm also on a deadline. So I'm a little bit more like, oh my God, I have to stay up until four o'clock in the morning. Um, but that's when the words come. And that's also when I don't get interruptions because even though mm -hmm. some watching my children, you hear them. And I know some people like background noise. I want like, comfort. Yep. Yeah. I get up at 5 a.m. so I get silence and yeah. And then if somebody wakes up early, I give them the death stare once they peek around. <laughs> I say, "Go away! I haven't had enough coffee or writing time yet." Can relate. What about you, Cena? Um, you know, not very good with the routine lately, but I better get my butt in gear because I want this book to come out this month. But um, the, tr I try to have uh, like a word count on a daily basis. It, it works more or less. And when inspiration strikes, sometimes it's double what I had expected. But yeah, I can totally relate with the nighttime writing and when the house is asleep or early morning before it comes to life. Yeah. Awesome. And can I just say, Linda, um, Fabio is often a pirate, so he can get away with it. <laughs> I just had to answer that. 
Linda had another question. When did you first call yourself an author? How about you, Daniela? Then it was like, I have a book. I am an author. Go buy it. <laughs> and how about you, Tina? I think when people started buying my book, because I had mm -hmm. published, I think, a couple that did, were completely under the radar, but when it started gathering a little bit of yep. fellowship and people showing interest, I was like, oh, okay, this thing could become a thing. I'm curious, what about you, Dylan? I was going to say, I felt funny calling myself an author. Like, I, I just called myself a writer, I guess, until mm -hmm. until I had a couple books published, or I guess maybe my first one. And then I felt more like an author. But I mean, I, I don't know that. I mean, if you write words, that's funny. That's funny. Because I feel like if I write, I'm a writer. But I felt like I wasn't an author, you know, until I actually had a book. Yeah. Okay. I feel like writer is so broad. Like if somebody is like, oh, what do you do for a living? And you're like, I'm a writer. They're like, oh, mm -hmm. what do you write? Are you yeah. a journalist? Are you, uh, you know, there's there's more things. So True. I don't know, I've always just been like, oh, I'm an author. And they're like, oh, books. And I'm like, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's a good I, yeah. I once had a, um, a photographer who did my head, my last headshots. And um, when she promoted it, she said novelist. And, and that's the first time I thought, oh, novelist. Ooh. Fancy. <laughs> I'm a novelist. That's fancier than an author. It does sound fancy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Do you want to do a, a quick round of this or that? Sure. Thanks to Karen. It's got 19 in here. So I'm going to go super fast and I'm just going to toss them out there. And uh -oh. both of you can say this or that. And if you feel like you need to expand, feel free. Okay. Right. Matching or mismatched socks? Mismatch. Trying to match. We've got time for that. Yep. How about you, Don? Oh, um, I would say trying to match as well. <laughs> I prefer a matching, but the reality is there are no matching socks in my home. I know. Yeah. Okay. Sure about. Shirt or button-up shirt? Say that Which again. was the first question? T-shirt or button-up shirt? T-shirt. Unless I'm breastfeeding and then the buttons are kind of required. Okay. <laughs> oh, and I was going to do this earlier, but I didn't. But speaking of T-shirts, I want to show you. This is my T-shirt that shipped yeah. today. So. It's not the January book or the January T-shirt club box. Yes, I'm yes. wearing. So I'm super excited. I picked those up yesterday. So, um, so yeah, they're all they're all gone. So if you want Februarys, you got to get on the website and check them out. Okay, number three, dress or blouse. Dress. Dress. I'm not sure what what is a blouse. I mean, a blouse is like a button-up shirt, right? Can we say T-shirt? Um, I feel like we would have probably like right. other things I'm, that I'm going to stain or tear or ruin. I'm thinking leggings. I mean, I don't know. Dress or, or blouse, neither. I'm neither. Workout clothes. Right. You can also go to bed in. <laughs> All right. Flip-flops or sneakers? Flip-flops. Flip-flops. Yeah, sneakers. It's a bit cold. It depends on the time of year. Definitely uh, the summer flip-flops. Yeah, right now, yeah. I can't picture the flip-flops. No, we're getting six inches of snow tonight, so I would say no okay. flip-flops for that. Bright or neutral colors? Bright. Black. <laughs> and gray and black. <laughs> black is the neutral. How about you, Don? Uh, depends on how I'm feeling. If I'm feeling bubbly, I will go with with poppy colors. If not, I just, if I'm feeling grumpy, yeah, definitely black and browns. Mm -hmm. So you're wearing black and gray tonight. Are you in a bad mood? No, no, no. I, I, this is my t-shirt. Don't be a salty heifer. I like it. So, yeah. <laughs> That's what I, was I was feeling fat. So I was wearing my leggings. <laughs> I wore that t-shirt. Only wear leggings when you feel fat. They're not like your 24 seven wardrobe. No, they're my 24-7 wardrobe. In other words, I always feel fat. 
silly. I, I'm pretty much always wearing pajama bottoms right now, unless I have to leave my house. So that's what yeah. I have right now are pajama bottoms. Yeah, I'm wearing sweats. Yeah. All right. I lied. This is not going super fast. We have to. <laughs> All right. Board games or card games? Board games. Board games. Pancakes or waffles? Pancakes. Both. With eggs. I like to make pancakes better because it's faster, but I like to eat waffles more. Did you answer, Dawn? Yeah, I, I, I like eggs. I don't like okay. either one. <laughs> okay. Morning or night? Oh. It depends. I like both. I don't like either. Either? No, because I go you to bed up early. So early. It's still nighttime. You're like I, a morning night person. No, I go to bed early and I wake up early, but I hate waking up early. So I hate myself when I wake up. So <laughs> you are in a dark mood tonight. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, put on something pink. <laughs> I know. I should. I should. Um, all right. We, we were not making it three and a half yet. A new phone or a new laptop? Ooh, laptop. Laptop. I need a new phone. But I also, yeah, I need a new laptop too. That's a tough one. And we already answered tent or camping RV. Um, smoothies or milkshakes? Smoothie. Smoothie. Mm. Both? Yeah. Super sandwich. Ooh. What's a super sandwich? Do you prefer soup or sandwich? Oh, like sorry. <laughs> soup. Or, or a super sandwich. <laughs> I'm gonna have to say sandwich, but I can't really eat eat bread all that much, and so I love sandwiches, but I can eat soup. So, <laughs> so I just scrolled down, and Karen is actually answering her own questions. I know, well. I see that. I see that. So that's super funny. Um, so everyone, feel free to answer the this or that questions if if you would like. Because yeah, I just was scrolling down and and saw that. That's really funny. Um, all right, let me go back up and we can finish. There's a couple more. Um, zip up or pullover hoodie? It has to have a pocket, but pullover. Right. Mm -hmm. Pullover looks cuter, but the zip up is convenient. Mm -hmm. True, true. If I'm reading your books, I might need the zip up so I can turn it off. <laughs> I don't know. Both of you, holy cow! Today I know. Super I know. I'm so ready for this bully romance. I'm totally gonna jump on it. Um, jeans or sweats? I feel like I already know everyone would say sweats. There, I don't know. I'm yeah. just feeling the the crowd here. Um, oh, socks or barefoot? Socks. Yeah, it's cold. I got socks. an English mastiff. You cannot walk on the floors with an English mastiff around without socks on. I'm just saying. <laughs> Um, do you like to sleep in the quiet or do you have to have noise? Quiet. I have earplugs. Okay. <laughs> That's clear. And I'll do one more. Spring or fall? Fall. Spring. Summer. Oh, yay. I think fall for me too. Spring is muddy here. Spring but it's springy. Nice. Too. Yeah. Muddy also, but I feel like I like fall clothes better than spring. Mm -hmm. Yep, and the color changing and all. And the smells, the candles. Mm. Yeah, but I still like spring. Like I don't like the spring smells because I hate flower smells, but I love fall smells. <laughs> She's so back fall smells with the summer or with the spring, then that would be perfect. You're like grumptastic tonight. <laughs> well, my husband's my husband's out to see just for the night. So maybe that's why. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. I'm trying to see if there were any other questions. I know Karen had a couple more. Um, oh, God, that's kind of deep. She she asks, if you could take a single photograph of your life, what would it look like? Kids. You would have all my children. By my family. Yeah. Family, probably. A lot of mess and clutter, too. Yeah. Climbing on you, no makeup. Yep. I was just going to say my hair would be straight up. Kind of like those those ones where you're like, you, 
you look at the mom and she's like leaning on the counter and the house is a mess and her kids are like all over the place. And you're just like, I feel for you, lady. And that's me. That would be my photograph. See, except those moms always still look so good. I'm like, can I look I know, like right? And you look that mom. So I would be like, I'm like a catalog. <laughs> I literally got up this morning and took my shower and I was like, I don't want to put up makeup on makeup. And I thought, oh, I have romance happy hour and I don't think they want to see me without it. <laughs> and then I'm in the background on the Zooms, so I can't put it on later. <laughs> like, I guess I'll put on makeup today. Yeah. Well, you know, I think you look beautiful, Dawn. Ah, oh, thanks. See, maybe I was grumpy waking up. I don't know. I don't know. Well, if you didn't get up so dang early, maybe you would be happier. Hey, you know what? Like, I got my revisions done, and I am sleeping in on Saturday. Ooh, Good for ooh. you. Yeah. Good for you. My husband has duty. Maybe I'm not. Someday I will sleep in. That's my goal. <laughs> Someday. 2021. Is Something to aspire to. So I think, I mean, that's it for tonight. We're at an hour. And um, I know Daniela is probably going to go right for a couple hours now. <laughs> or take care of her kids. How many do you have? Three? Aw. Dylan has three. How many do you have, Sina? Uh, I normally have five. I have three stepdaughters who, you know, live with me. But uh, because of COVID and online school, they're visiting with their mom. They've been at their mom's for a couple of months. So it's just me and the two boys, and it's not any quieter or more organized. So. <laughs> well, I knew you had the boys. I didn't know you had three stepdaughters as well. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. But they help, you know, the college and high school students. So that's mm -hmm. the, those are the ones you want. Not yeah. these little crazy people who give you more work. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> exactly. Well, thanks both of you for being on. We've got yeah. giveaways Thank open you. through Sunday night. So if you haven't popped over to the Romance Happy Hour Facebook page and entered, please do because we've got um, some great, great prizes from both of you. So thank you very much for that. Mm. And anything else, Dawn? Do you have anything else for us? Just pop over to book. Is it Babe? Book box, Babe. Book box, Babe. Yes. That's yeah. T-shirts are. Um, and it's funny because Daniela also has um, book boxes. So I've got the Romance Happy Hour book box and the Romance Lovers T-shirt club. And Daniela has a Supernatural book box and um, a Bully book crate. So if you're into bully romance, I know that that you're sending your first box out this month too. So we both started like right around the same time. So, so Dylan, um, did you get the January boxes out already? No, I'm waiting on the final label. Okay. I'm waiting right. on the label and it's been like a week and a half and I'm starting to get frustrated, but yeah. Um, Can they still order or no? Not for January. January's closed, but I will have some extras for January that, um, that are available until I run out. And then um, the February t-shirt is up on the website and the the March, because it's every other month. I think Daniela yours is every other month too, isn't it? Oh, it's every month? Every month. Okay. Um, so, so the Romance Happy Hour book box is every other month. And so January's box will be going out next week. It should. And then um, I'll should begin in March. And where can they find yours, Daniela? Um, so bookishbuys.com will get you to both. Or if you want just the specific, the supernaturalbookcrate.com and and the bully me book crate or just bully me bookcrate.com um, will get you. But bookishbuys.com is easier to find both of them. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. And come back next week when um, our first ever men are coming on Romance Happy Hour. We did have. An author's husband read one time. An author husband, yes, we did. We did. She had laryngitis or something, and so he read for her. So yeah. not the first time we've actually had a man. And of course, we've had Fabio on. Yeah, Fabio came. Yeah. Still not sure how I feel about that, but um. So yes, yeah. <laughs> ever have a man? But it's our first time to have a male author. Yes, male two. 
two male oh, authors. I know. Wow. We don't do anything halfway here at Romance no, Happy Hour. We, so we do it all, all or nothing here. Yeah. yeah. So, so that'll be next week. It'll be a special episode. And then we'll be back on the 28th for our regular show. Yes. And I don't, so. Yeah. Yeah. So look all look right. To see who's coming. Yes. So we will uh, call it a night. Um, thank you so much for joining us, Sina and Daniela. We had so much fun. And I know it was great. Thank you. I think this was the steamiest episode we've ever had, um, and they loved it. So, <laughs> you know, but awesome. all right, we'll see you later, readers. Bye. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Romance Happy Hour. To find out who's coming on next or catch up on the video episodes, visit our website at romancehappyhour.com. Don't forget, you can always join us live on the second and fourth Thursday of each month on the Romance Happy Hour Facebook page. To connect with Dawn or me, check the show notes for our contact info. We'll see you next time. Cheers! Cheers.